Selling your home for sale by owner can seem like a daunting task at first, but once you start learning the tricks of the trade, so to speak, you can figure it out pretty quickly. Now, one of the things that's really unique in this day and age and to set yourself apart is by using what I call, well, what a lot of people call drone footage. And it's the aerial view of your house, a front side visual of your house, so the potential buyer of your home can see your house from a different vantage point. It gives it a real crisp, clear, and clean look, as well as a professional look. In fact, a lot of real estate agents are using this. And can you imagine if you had your own drone video? People will look at your listing and go, wow, that guy's really professional. Oh, and he's selling it for sale by owner? I mean, how cool is that? I'm going to give that guy a call right away. Well, okay, maybe it's not that easy. But what the drone footage and video does is it puts your listing at the top of someone's mind. In fact, it's probably the eye-catching video that you may need in order to get more views on your for sale by owner listing. So stay tuned because in this episode, episode number 40, we are going to be talking about drones for your for sale by owner listing. Hi, this is Steve Klein with the Fizbo Smarts Podcast, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for sale by owner as it relates to real estate that you own an investment property or your personal home or residence so that you can learn techniques that can save you literally tens of thousands of dollars on your next home sale and allow you to become Fizbo Smart. Hey, welcome to this episode. And like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about drones for the for sale by owner seller and selling your home the modern way, letting your home take flight, as I like to call it. Now, with all of the drones that are being sold these days and drone prices dropping dramatically, it's no wonder that people want to, to use them. I mean, they are great. They're easier to use than ever. You can use your smartphone device to actually control them. And and there's controllers that you can buy that have an extended range, uh, you know, a mile, two miles. Some even have five and 10 mile ranges for some of the more professional ones for your home for sale by home owner listing. I don't even think you need that much of a, how should I say a professional drone? Unless of course you're hiring someone. And if you're going to go through that expense, I mean, you could hire someone and still save money from not having to hire a real estate agent, because I think you could, depending on your area, you could probably pay someone 500 to even a thousand dollars to do a drone footage video for you. However, if you already have a cousin or an um, aunt and uncle or even uh, a a relative or even maybe you have one yourself that you use for just recreational uh, videos, you can use that. It's, It's perfectly fine. Now, there is some caveats to this. There's certain regulations and you have to check with your state that will require you to get a what's called an FAA license. It's almost like a a flight license. If you are using your drone to sell, you know, commercially sell anything, like if you're using your drone to make money and you're going to say, well, Steve, I'm just using it to show off my home and, or I used it for just, this is just my home personal use. I'm not a commercial aviation flight person. I'm not a flight attendant. I'm not a pilot. I'm not a pilot. Why do I need this? Well, It's interesting because even if you use this drone to show your home and your home 
ends up selling or you're even using it in conjunction with selling a house, that's technically you're using your drone to sell. So that's that's a thing too. So just know that if you want to use your drone to sell your home, you may need an FAA license. And I'll, I'll link to a, uh, I'll give you a link below. One will be for a drone that I recommend. And then also another link to one of the persons that I trust. Uh, he has a great course that talks about how to get your FAA license. Now, if you don't want to do it that way, or if you don't want to do that yourself, because it is quite a, I don't know, I want to say it's, it's, it's a time consuming task because you have to go and take the test. You have to study for the test. I've done this, by, by the way, for, for my, uh, not just my home listings, but I've just did this because I do commercial videos for just different businesses or uh, different money making ventures. So I needed the license myself so that I have that. But if you don't want one, you can hire someone that has one. Or if you let's just say you have that relative that I mentioned earlier, and they have an FAA license, it's perfectly fine to have them fly on your behalf. As long as they are licensed, then you're totally fine. There's a lot of reasons why they require this, and I'm not going to go into the details in this podcast episode, but just to know that that's just something that you'll have to have if you want to do that. Now, I go over this also in my course, uh, the Fizbo Smarts Digital Home Seller course. Uh, you can find that link at fizbosmarts.com. But what I, what I go into there isn't as much as the detail on how you can get your FAA license but I go more in the details of how you promote your home with the drone. And here's the thing. You only really need five to 10 seconds. You really don't need that much of a drone footage. I mean, come on, after all, what is a place that you go to right now to get an aerial view of a home? Right. Google, right? Google, you can look at a satellite image on Google of your home. So I I look at it like, okay, so what is that they're going to look at when they look at this drone footage? You're trying to showcase the home. Imagine it as if it's their home, right? That's the whole theme. This is the whole theme of my whole podcast is that you're trying to envision them as if they're the new owners of your home, right? So if you're going to do that, my tip is it's just going to be that very first five or 10 second hook that gives your home. It basically showcases the best qualities of your home. So let's just say you have a big backyard. Well, that might be something you would want to showcase, right? And maybe the front yard isn't as as glamorous or that type of thing. Maybe you showcase the backyard first. Or the other thought is, if you're going to showcase a home with a drone, I usually go from about a two to four foot uh, height and then raise it up to about 10 to 15 feet and then fade in to the rest of the house tour. So that's the, I guess I'd say my rule of thumb. That's a Steve's rule of thumb. You don't necessarily have to do it that way. But like I said, we go into more details in my course. But what I do want to go over really quickly is a list of a few drones that I recommend that are easy to use for the beginner user, but also come across as a very professional looking footage for your home sale. Now, these drones, by the way, could be used for just recreational purposes as well. So the first is the DJI Mavic Pro. Now, this is a little bit higher in, and depending on where you're looking, and the prices fluctuate all the time, but I think when I was looking at it, it was around $1,000, and that was the with the Flymorph 
uh, package and gives you extra batteries. And this could be, you can get this at any place really, you know, like Best Buy or uh, Amazon, I think will have it. I'll, I'll, I'll link to it in the description below, or if you go to our uh, website where the podcast and the blog is, I, I'll put a listing or a link there as well. And the other one is actually the top of my list because that was the runner up. The reason I said that's the runner up is because it's a kind of a baseline professional version. There's ones that you can purchase that are like five and ten thousand dollars. That's just crazy, right? But those are more high end professionals that can actually they have the ability to to lift a full sized camera or like a GoPro camera. So those are that's why there there's more expenses around that, and then the ranges from them are incredible. You don't really need all that to what you're doing here, or even if you want to use it recreationally. And that's why I recommend the other one is the DJI Mini 2, the version 2 of the DJI Mini. When the the Minis came out, they were under the threshold of the uh, 250 milligrams, I think it is. No, no, it's grams, right? Because 250 grams, milligrams would be really tiny, but 250 grams is what... Uh, the threshold is for a professional drone and the requirements that you would have to get a license and a, like some sort of official license drops after the two, uh, the 250. So, and I think this comes out around 249 grams. Now, again, e- even if it's below that threshold, if you're using it for making money, you still have to get the FAA license as of uh, this broadcast, the recording time that I'm recording this. That was the stipulation. It might change in the future, but as of right now, that's the that's the rule. So even if uh, you're thinking, "Oh, I can get one of those DJI Minis, and I don't have to get the license," no, nah, you still you still have to have one, or the person that does your footage has to have one. But but stay tuned. Like I said, in a second here, I'm going to give you a tip on how you can get a drone footage without even owning a drone. Huh? Yeah, that's coming up. But anyway. So, like I said, that the reason I like these two drones, and I'll just give you a little bit of the gist. Well, let me talk about the the Mini first. The DJI Mini is is really cool because not only is it really light, it's really lightweight, but it's also very compact. I mean, you can fit this thing in your pocket. The remote is a little bit more bulky, but what the remote does is it attaches your phone, your iPhone, or your Android device to this remote. And so that becomes your screen that you're visualizing your drone as it's flying. And you can actually see when you lift off, you can see what you're doing in real time on your on your phone device. Now, I should also point out with the mini, you could also use just your phone for the remote if you don't have your remote with you. Just know that if you do that, then the range won't be as far as it would if you had that official remote. Like I said, the remote's a little bit bulky, but with it, you do get a longer range. So what are some of the reasons why I like the DJI Mini, Mini 2? So one of the things I like about it is the the uh, the ease of use. The, the maneuverability is another factor. It handles really well. And if you have to get out of a tight spot quickly, it works like a breeze. And the third thing and the most powerful thing I like the um, the range the range on these things are a lot more they're using a newer technology so it's a lot farther than it used to be uh, on the DJI first version of the minis and I believe on the DJI Mavic 
there's a lot of different Mavic versions, but this one I'm talking about was the Mavic Air. Yeah, the Mavic Air version were using Wi-Fi. So if you were in a residential neighborhood, let's just say, and you wanted to get a like an aerial view of the neighborhood, well, this thing is supposed to have like five mile range. But when you're with all of these other homes and they all have Wi-Fi technologies and some houses have like five or six or 10, 10 different devices that are all using Wi-Fi, you start flying over those neighborhoods and all of a sudden you start losing, uh, you start losing Wi-Fi on your drone. And that's kind of scary. So I, I remember driving, driving, I was flying in one of these residential neighborhoods and it was like, I was, it was starting to get lost. The signal was starting to get lost. I was getting a little worried because it wasn't even like a mile away. And I was like, Oh, so just kind of be careful with that. And also, if you are getting your license, you'll know that you do have the rights in certain areas to fly, and you'll know where and when you don't have the rights to fly. Now, some neighbors get a little squeamish because they think, well, you're peering into their windows or something like that. And any of you guys have flown drones before, you know that that's the furthest from your mind. In fact, a lot of times you can't even see what's in windows anyway. Uh, a lot of times you're flying above the homes or just right in front of the homes. And so uh, these are these things, as you get your FAA license, and actually even if you're just recreational, recreationally doing this, you'll see that, uh, you'll see the rules and you'll see that where you're where you're okay to fly and where you're not okay to fly. But usually, as long as you're not around a, a, a big airport in a certain zone, and after checking with the FAA guidelines for drone flying in that particular area, and you find out that you're within your legal rights to do that, then you're okay. Again, check with your own guidelines to make sure that it's okay. But the nine times out of 10, if you're following those guidelines, they're set up by uh, the Federal Aviation Administration. So you know you're in your rights to fly there. Just uh, just know that there's there's going to be some questions sometimes that people have. So you just have to be ready to respond. And if you've taken those uh, FAA courses, then you'll already know the answers to those. So I wouldn't sweat that at all. So um, without further ado, I was going to talk about ways that you can get drone footage without even having a drone. So you're like, okay, well, how, how does that work? <laughs> so, well, anyway, so here's, here's what I do. I've seen other people that don't even have a drone use a, what is it, like a big pole. So some tripods can extend out and I, without getting into too much uh, technical detail about videography, you can get what's called the monopod. You've probably seen these at Target or, or uh, I think even Office Depot might have them or or Walmart. It's, it doesn't take much, but they'll have these. It's like a tripod that's just on one single pod. That's why they call it monopod. It's just one. And what you do is you can extend this out to, oh, some of them go to 10 feet, 15 feet. And what I've done in the past on, on a house, a house that I sold, actually, it doesn't even have to be a house you sell. You can even just do this at your own private residence. You could go and even do this in the park. And what you do is you, you mount your camera on the pole at an angle. And if you can imagine raising that pole, I'm not on a video podcast right now, so you have to imagine this. I'm on the, the camera's at the end of the pole. As you tilt the pole up like a lever, your camera is rising up five feet, six feet, seven feet, nine feet, 10 feet. And then what I'll do is I'll stop it. I'll adjust the camera to almost straight 
get it to where, and I'll keep filming, by the way, it's just still recording, get it to where that same height was. And because my camera was angled, well, now it's different in angle, right? Raise it up from that 10 feet and keep going and keep going and pushing up as high as I can go. And usually what this pole does, I can get almost a similar footage as that drone with just a, a monopod pole. <laughs> so, so, and, and the cool thing is it just, you can fix it in post-production and what I mean by that is who's ever putting your video together, if it's not you, if it's someone else, some people use video editing software on their phone or their iMac or, or things like that. You can do that as well. But all you do is merge or blend the two videos together. So the part where I told you that uh, you raised it up to about, um, I don't know, like 10 feet, and then you adjusted the camera and then, and then, uh, and then raised it up to the rest up to like 15, 20 feet. Well, you can blend those two together and it just looks seamless. So there's tricks and ways you can do it without even having a drone. But the whole idea is that whatever that look is, you're trying to get your home. Obviously, you're trying to get more eyeballs on your listing, right? But it also gives you a professional a professional look. And that's what you're going for. You're going for a professional look where people take note and go, okay, this person is serious. They know what they're doing. And again, this is really optional, but it's the modern way, especially when other real estate agents are going to be doing this. I mean, uh, this puts you in a competitive advantage with with them. So it's really good. And I think it's a great modern way of marketing your home. So lastly, I want to talk about some warnings when using a drone. Now, when you're using a drone and let's just say something comes up that's uh, unexpected, like let's just say you're filming your backyard and you happen to fly next to a beehive and those particular bees in that beehive find your drone as a possible threat. Yeah, that's right. If you guys have stayed tuned with my uh, podcast since the beginning, you'll remember when I was selling the home, uh, my childhood home that I owned with my mom and I was, was, uh, I was flying the drone in, in my backyard and suddenly a swarm of bees came around it. Now, I didn't know it at first, but I just kind of intuitively knew that, okay, these things flying around the drone, they look on my small little phone there, like they're bigger than your average insect. Like they look like they were, they were not just a mosquito, they were big. And something that big flying around your drone and that many of them could actually cause some damage. Uh, it could actually cause some instability to your drone. In fact, when I was flying near those bees and some of the bees started uh, finding my drone as a threat, it was it was a little bit of a wobbly experience and it wasn't stable. And those drones are meant to fly stable. Their their computer uh, systems inside, they're actually, they're meant to track more stability. And when there's something hitting the blades and yeah, I mean... uh, there's going to be instability, right? And the other thing is, what is it? Birds. Birds can also really take a, they can look at your drone as a threat. Let's just say that. And what we want to do when we're flying our drones is to really avoid any sort of wildlife. That's why, like when I was flying through the bees, it was kind of comical. But if you think about it, it's kind of sad too, because, well, Bees are dying if they're hitting your blades and they're, you know, 
and 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 also you just kind of want to minimize the damage to the environment the light the wildlife but also minimize the damage to your drone because obviously if you've spent quite a chunk of money on it even the dji mini 2s they're a lot less expensive i mean you could buy one for around 399 dollars, i think now like around 400 they might even be cheaper than that now i can't remember but the point is, whatever they are, you, you've, you've forked over a chunk of money, be it 500, 1,000, whatever it is. So you want to make sure that you're taking care of your equipment. But what's more important and I think more valuable is the wildlife that's out there. So be very respectful of that. If you notice that a birds are starting to hover because you're in their nesting area and they're trying to uh, take pot shots at your drone, that might be a good time to just back off and maneuver away. Which, by the way, is another feature that I love about the DJI Mini 2s is that they have a sports mode. Well, maybe not a sports mode, but it feels like it because they're really super quick. So if you have to get away from something really quickly, like I did with the Beehive incident, uh, you can maneuver away from them. And instant, incidentally, by the way, when I, I mentioned a little bit of how I've maneuvered away from those bees, and it was taking zigzag patterns, but as I went away from them well first of all you have to you have to fly away from them and i could literally see the swarm following my drone and so i had to descend quite rapidly and at an angle and so again i wouldn't even recommend even uh, the reason i bring this up is because it's something you have to be aware of but it's something that comes with it comes with the territory, but it also comes to you over time. Experience is the best teachers. And a lot of times you won't ever have these experiences if you don't fly drones as much. So the more you get up there and the more you just kind of get the feel of it, the more comfortable you'll feel. But anyway, I bring that up just because there is some uh, warnings that you have to be aware of when you're flying drones. It's like anything. It's just like when you drive a car and you get your license to drive a car. It's no different than when you fly a drone. Uh, un- it's an unmanned vehicle. And it also, you just want to be respectful. Be respectful of your drone. Be respectful of uh, the area that you're flying in, the neighborhood you're flying in. Uh, and be very courteous to other people. The last, yeah, the last thing I'd like to to leave you with is if someone's getting really upset with you and say, "Well, what are you doing?" and you know, you say, "Oh, I I own this home. This is my home. I'm I'm flying a drone here just to get some footage." Uh, it's just, and and a lot of times, just like like I said earlier, not everyone's really like put off by these things a lot. You know, but some people could be. So if they are, just say, "Hey." I'm just filming my own home here and oh and here's how here's how I do it. And if you're open with them and honest with them, 9 times out of 10 they're just going to be really fine with it and happy for you. And it might actually defuse people that might have otherwise been upset about it. So, just to give you that. So hopefully this has really helped you and opened your eyes to the fact that you can use your drone to potentially show off your home and even get a sale for your for sale by owner home sale all right well hey it's been fun i really thank you for taking the time with me today to listen to me go on and on about selling your home for sale by owner with a drone and getting the great footage that you need in order to show your home and to sell your home for sale by owner style Stay tuned for our next episode where I'm going to go into the curbside appeal of your home. 
So we'll see you in the next episode.